Ladies and gentlemen, boy, do we have a treat for you today. Michael here, one of our hosts, he is an interviewer, and he's going to reveal exactly how to ace a job interview. See, he's going to tell you exactly what he looks for when he conducts his interviews and what exactly he looks for in people that he's going to hire. Again, our two hosts today, my name's Cody, and Michael, take it away. Okay, so... In no particular order, I'm just going to kind of go through the things that I normally do in uh, my interviews. So, the first one. First off, what, what, do you, what are you interviewing for? What, what job position? Well, I don't know. Anything. For anything. Okay, so yeah. this isn't just for like athletic therapy? No, no, no. This is in general. Like, okay. These are the things that I'm definitely looking for or I would do myself if I'm being interviewed. So, one of my first ones actually is, and this really, not a lot of people do this but know the company really know the company like don't just go on their website go to the place if you can right if you have the opportunity to opportunity to go there for me if it's a physical therapy i'll go to the clinic maybe i'll get treated by the people at the clinic i right? was gonna say that yeah yeah if it's um i don't know what's another company just like run with that therapy side right like if you're okay, gonna go okay. to like a yeah, like a therapy clinic. So go yeah. get treated. Yeah, so I would talk to the receptionist. I would get treated by one of the therapists that were there. I'd ask them some questions like what they do at their job and how do they like their job. Like I'm going to start interviewing them before they even have the opportunity to interview me. And I and it might be just an employee, which is actually yeah. better than yeah. whoever is going to actually interview me. A crazy thing, Michael, what I thought of too, is like you can even look for like illegal stuff going on here. <laughs> so, I mean, this comes to mind, like if you go to a therapy clinic or you could be like, hey, you know, like I don't uh, really have a lot of like, you know, massage coverage, right? So maybe like, can we use like our chiropractor coverage under massage? Mm-hmm. You know, and if they say, yeah, for sure. Like we do that here. That's illegal. You don't want to work for this company yeah. at all, right? Because yeah. you're putting yourself at risk and, and your business. Yeah. And if you get to go to the place and talk to some of the employees and you have that opportunity, then you can actually see the morale of the actual company itself on a day-to-day that they don't really know someone's being interviewed, right? Yeah. So you can get a lot of information there. <clears throat> and again, read... The, don't just read the website, but read the website. Just get the basics because if you ever get one of those basic questions like what do you know about us, you want to make sure that it is a quick one that you can just um, blow by. Yeah. And I would actually even say when you are answering that question of like what do you know about us, put in a little personal touch. So let's say we're talking about like a donut shop right? And I'm going to be their newest receptionist. I'd be like, oh, I read on your website. Like, tell them where you got the information. Mm-hmm. Don't let them assume anything. So, oh, I read on your website, you make 20 donuts. I absolutely love this because, you know, I had a great idea for this. And I know you guys are so innovative because you've yeah. dropped five new donuts in the last month, wow. right? Like yeah. it didn't, you actually had to go and do a little bit of looking and you applied something to their job already. So they mm-hmm. know that you're, you're consciously thinking about it. So when you get, just know where you're going and know the company so that you can add your little touch to it. Uh, and if you can actually go there and, and experience it without having that interview. So any, any thoughts on that? No, I just, uh, I was thinking to do a little role play there. Let's say uh, the old donut shop. <laughs> the, old, the old donut shop, all right. You're inter- okay, let's say I come for uh, the interview and you ask me uh, okay, so about I, the business. So I'd be like, what do you know about us? What, hold on, what if I said, what do you know about us, but I, you know, other than what's on the website? 
other than what okay i'll know you know what i've been coming here for the past two years and i love the atmosphere in this place and i always thought i like that type of atmosphere i'd love to work in it so i think i'd be a great fit here yeah so what cody did right there was you know i i cornered him because i took away information from him so i said oh other than what you could have read because i assumed he had he had prepared for this interview so bringing up personal uh, experiences inside of your interview connects your connects you with your interviewer right Mm -hmm. oh i've been here for so often that means you're already loyal to the brand and you haven't even worked here Mm -hmm. fantastic Mm -hmm. i barely have to do Mm -hmm. any more work right could you imagine if i had never been in that store or like used any of your products or Mm -hmm. had any of your donuts what would i have said there yeah i I don't even know. Like, oh, those it's are, uh, it's uh, close to my house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean? like, right. Oh, yeah. Like you could say, oh, I, I've seen you have a couple of shops or franchises. Like mm-hmm. to me, that means nothing. But the fact that you experienced us and you enjoyed it, that to me means a lot more. Yeah. Cool. So, Mike. what else you got on that list there? So, understanding your strengths, and again, everyone will in an interview or whoever's listening to this might say, of course, that's one of them, right? Oh, mm-hmm. what are your strengths? No, I, what I want to break down here is understand your actual strengths. And I used this example on Cody earlier before we started. If you're, let's say you're organized, right? And, but at work, actually, yeah, you're organized. And you have to understand your strength when it comes through in an interview because you can bring up a personal example that can hit a, a string or a heartstring on that interviewer. So for instance, I could say, you know, I'm really detail-oriented. I absolutely love baking. It requires so much detail with like weighing things, mar- like measuring, timing. That is my happy place. Let's say Cody's like, oh my God, my, lo- my wife loves to bake. What's your favorite thing? I already have built a connection with you. And that was on the first, maybe one of the first questions, mm. right? So right. for me, if I'm about to ask you, you know, what is one of your strengths? And don't use... Uh, organization or detail. No, 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 I get it. So you're so if you were to ask me that question, yeah. you wouldn't want to just hear, "Oh, well, I'm very patient, and yeah. I know, like, you know, it takes a lot of patience in this line of work." Mm-hmm. You don't want me to give you more like an example. You know what? One of my greatest strength strengths is patience, and I really display that when I'm out golfing because mm-hmm. you need an incredible amount of patience because it's so frustrating. You don't know what you're going to get with each shot, but you know if you're patient, and you stick with it, you're going to get a desired outcome. See, so. And you can always tie in like a a work and I would suggest that you tie in a work part to that as well being something like, I think like one of my strengths is patience. I learned, I think I learned my patience from golf and you can put in, you plug in your little golf, but say I, and that really translated in this scenario at work where uh, an employee dropped, you know, a hundred racks of some product and I had to be super patient understanding that that wasn't his fault or her fault, right? So something like that. You bring in the personal because as many times as you possibly can to just probe a little bit more of your personality or show a little bit more of your personality, but probe the interviewer as well to show you theirs. You might get a rock solid uh, interviewer that just shows no emotion. Um, and I've had that and I've done that to people. So it's hard, but again, just do you, right? If you're not comfortable with sharing um, your own personal stories, then just Tell your strength as it is. I learned patience, dot, 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 but always put an example. Don't just say mm-hmm. one of my strengths is hard work. Mm-hmm. That, that's arbitrary to me. I don't know where you're going to put this hard work. Are you going to put it in 
sleeping? You're going to work really hard to go to bed at night? Or like, are you going to work hard for me? Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you always have to give an example of those. God, Michael over here, <clears throat> our host an interviewer. I know. Expert interviewer dropping some serious tips here. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. I love, yeah. for some reason, I love interviewing. I think this is such a good topic right now because think COVID people, a lot of people out of work, right? Mm-hmm. People looking out for jobs and that. They're going to be going to interviews. Yeah. So I think this is great preparation. The, one, the biggest secret that I have or biggest trick, I would say, is to prepare three to five scenarios. And I mean scenarios uh, as in like work scenarios or like previous scenarios that you've had that apply to different questions. And I'll give you an example and then I'll I'll ask you Cody to kind of I'll interview you on one of them so you're going to have to while I'm talking think of a, an example here. But it, let's say we're going to do a uh the interviewer asks uh tell me a time that you had to deal with a disgruntled employee. Okay? So in my back pocket, I have a story already about uh, an employee that I thought of before I came in here that had stolen something. Let's pretend he had stolen uh, $40 worth of product. <clears throat> so that story also includes that individual you know, being fired, but they stole and they were a close employee of mine. So that, that scenario that I thought of has a theft component. It has a disgruntled employee because they got fired because of this. And it was a personal connection to me. So how did I deal with that? So if the employer says, hey, tell me about this disgruntled employee, I give them that example saying, hey, Jim, you know, stole $40. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to deal with the fact that he needed to be fired. I had Mm -hmm. to go through the appropriate steps. Let's say the employer says, hey, uh, can you tell me the, uh, the one time that you saw or how you dealt with someone stealing? Well, that same scenario mm. applies to that question. Very rarely will you have them ask the same uh, questions that are in the same scenario. So make sure that they are a little bit broad. Like the one that I use kind of connects ones that are very similar to each other. So just make sure your scenarios uh, are a little bit more broad than what I'm saying right now. And then I can use that scenario. I don't have to think of a whole different thing. I don't have to show this, um, not incompetence, but this, waviness to me when i'm trying to answer their question i'm confident in what i'm saying because i've already thought about it it's not like i've rehearsed it because i lived it never lie in an interview because they can tell so i've lived the experience so i'll just tell them the experience right Mm -hmm. so it works in a lot of cases and if as long as you have like three to five that kind of vary then you'll be able to use them and you won't you will feel a lot more confident Mm. because you don't have to pre-think or you don't have to stumble in your interview so I'll give you one. Have you been thinking? Uh, well, it's kind of hard to think. I don't know what the question is. Uh, well, have you been thinking of scenarios, I guess? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, some yeah. random you got. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, Cody, tell me the, uh, a time you had to deal with an employee and a customer relation um, going wrong. So you were a witness to an employee yelling at a customer. Or you're a coworker yelling at a customer. How did you deal with that? How did I deal with a coworker yelling at a or customer? Or have you ever yeah. have you ever dealt with something like that? Yeah. So, you know, in my last job, what happened was uh, I just remember this one time. Um, I walked out into kind of our main lobby, and uh, you know, I noticed one of the uh, customers uh, was getting very loud with one of our employees, and uh, I didn't really know the the subject matter, but I just uh, you know volumes started turning up, and they kind of had a little bit of a yelling match then and there. 
And uh, I just remember going over and um, just being really calm in that scenario and uh, asking, you know, what uh, what the problem was, how uh, if I could help at all, and uh, kind of just disarming the situation, um, settling tensions. And, um, you know, I never, I never threw, like, my colleague under the bus or anything like that. And, you know, kind of that whole customer is always right mentality, but also, like, you know, still validating my colleague. And, um, you know, we settled things, and uh, the client left on good terms. And then I took my uh, colleague um, aside later on, and we kind of discussed it from there. Okay, so a lot of things to um, pick out of that. So you debriefed with your coworker, which is great, because you always want to do something like a debrief afterwards, a co- after a confrontation like that. You de-escalated the, like, the scenario. Uh, and you were patient and calm about the scenario as well, right? You can de-escalate a scenario by, you know, punching someone in the face because mm-hmm. they're no longer in the scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a way to do it. And those are like key things that I, that I heard in there. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> if I was just thinking about, you know, the different type of questions I could use that for, it's kind of like, you know, a time where like conflict resolution with a colleague. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you handle, you know, uh, kind of like an intense spur of the moment situation, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, even going back to like your strength question, right? Um, you know, one of your strengths, like how does it play into our workforce or something like that, right? Being calm mm-hmm. is a, you know, a strength of mine. And I can think back to when it applied in the situation. Okay. So this question's not on here. We didn't talk about this, but I want to throw you under the bus a little bit. Excellent. <clears throat> Let's say you are working in a technology company. Mm-hmm. And I say, my question is, where do you see yourself in five years? What's your answer? Well, right, so right off the cuff, mm-hmm. I would say, well, the vision of this company is you want to make your product for this type of person, and you want it to be the best out there, right? You want to moat, you want to have a competitive advantage, and you want everyone just buying this, your product. So over these next five years, I want to do everything that I can to try to get us to that endpoint. And after that five-year mark, we're going to be there. Okay. So you went straight for the company five-year goal, like mm-hmm. where you see yourself in the company. And that's fine. Um, there's another way that you could do this. And it's similar, but you um, intertwine your life and the company at the same time. So where do I see myself in five years? Well, I would love to have opportunity to grow inside the company i know you guys are doing great things um but i would also love to see you know have another i would love in the next five years to have another child so that they they know that you're focused you go business first and then a little bit of personal at the end because they're trying to this interview that you're having is like um like a dating app or like a blind date think about it like a blind date right we're trying to get to know each other to see our fit Oh, you want to have a newborn? I'm I want to have a newborn too. Maybe you know, we have a company picnic and all our little kids are running around. I don't know what they're thinking. But essentially, you want to give them a little bit of your background so that this blind date goes well and they they can build that trust with you already. So, definitely add where you are in the company, but put a little bit of a personal edge to that as well. And it doesn't have to be I want kids. Like that's whatever you deem necessary there. It could yeah. be, you know, working out more or it could be a personal fitness goal or it could be like a i want to do a couple of courses i want to learn a new language anything Hmm. really anything to try to get that that connection with them so you did you did well on me throwing you under the bus so 
the next one that I wanted to talk about was how to get around. Tell me about yourself. Like the question. Oh, that question. Tell yeah. me about yourself. So, oh. <clears throat> I, and I have a funny story after this because we had a friend that I coached him on this and mm-hmm. uh, they took it away from him, which is funny. But so how would you answer that question? If I just said, tell me about yourself. Yeah, I think even to like our listeners out there, you know, just asking yourself, you know, have you ever been asked that question before in an interview? And, you know, how have you replied to it? Right. It, I just I just know, like, when I've been asked that question before, I've definitely made the mistake of being like, well, like, I'm 30 years old. I went to U of T and, you know, I, uh, you know, I lived here for a little bit and, you know, I worked here and and it just it feels so fake. Like, mm-hmm. It feels so inauthentic. It right? almost like how I think about it is like you're walking in a fog. Like, you have no idea where you're going. You turn right, you turn mm-hmm. left. But, like, at the end of it, you're like, well, did I reach my destination? Yeah. What was the I don't point know. of that? Yeah. yeah. What was the point of that question, right? <laughs> what did they take from it? Yeah. So, you can determine what they take from it, like, right off the bat. So, how I coach this question is take away half of it already. So, just say, well, you already know my professional side because you have my resume and read it. So, let me tell you something about me personally. And then from there, it can go really any way you want and however you want to take it. So you can say uh, something something like, you could go as basic as, I have uh, a brother and sister who, you know, I have an older brother and a younger sister, so I'm the middle child. You can crack a joke saying, oh, the middle child, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or you could be like, you know, my you know, you know my my professional history. I'll tell you a little bit about me personally. I'm 30 years old. You know, I haven't done a marathon recently, but I'm thinking about doing it. So I I started running. So I love running. Uh, I have a, a mother who's older. She's in the hospital. So I take care of her. Like you could go that way if you wanted to, but you get to dictate it after that. So maybe it's a little bit of personal, a little hobby, a little recreational, maybe something you want to learn. Whatever you want to tell them. So just make sure you organize that beforehand, mm-hmm. right? And I'll tell you that little story. So I coached a friend and then they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We have your resume. That's great that you told us your personal thing, but tell me your resume. So <laughs> he ended up having, having to do that, So, which was fine. But then he, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, he got like connected with one of his personal stories. I think so, yeah. So... One of his personal stories that he uses is he loves to go to, um, was it breweries? I think it was like breweries. So they connected on like that level. It was really interesting that I've never had that happen when I asked that or when I coached that question. Did you have a question? I saw you no. writing. Oh, okay. oh, no, no question. I'm just thinking of the title for this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all about like you dictating that question by eliminating half. So you could say, I don't think you want to know me personally or I, I don't think you need to know me professionally because you already know mm. or something like that. So you get to actually guide it, which is great. This is gold. Yeah. This is gold. So actually tell me about yourself. <laughs> you literally that? You're going to yeah. ask me that? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Michael, because you have this, pa- this book in front of you with my resume in there, I'm yeah. not, not going to tell you about me professionally. I'm going to tell you about me. Uh, I'm going to tell you my hobbies, what I like, who I am as a person. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. Okay, perfect. Well, you know, in my, in my spare time, when I'm not working, when I'm not working on my professional side, I have a beautiful golden retriever at home named Summer. I love taking her for a walk. Great. It's... I have dogs too. I love really? them. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, what kind of dog do you have? Uh, a Bichon, apparently. Sounds, sounds like you're lying to me there, Michael. Yeah. 
<laughs> I made that up. <laughs> no, but okay, cool, right? Bijan, right? And we go into yeah, you exactly. know how old or a lot, right? Okay, cool, right? I got that dog Summer, right? You know, she's part of my family, even. You know, I'm an only child, mm-hmm. right? So I got a lot of affection, a lot of attention growing up. I'm still extremely cl- close with my parents to this day. We do lots of things together, right? You know, another thing about me too is I love to travel, and I know with this year with COVID, we couldn't really travel at all. But next year, I can't wait to get out to the east coast of Canada. Like, where's the first place you're thinking of going to when this is all over with? Exactly. So, like, you can see that Cody's already engaging with me, and that's that's perfect. That's what an interview should be, right? Um, I yeah, I really like that. So, and you you can p- pick your categories beforehand, right? So you can say. I'll talk about my family. I'll mm-hmm. talk about my uh, recreational life or whatever I do outdoors and maybe something that I want to learn in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So you can come in with those preset. If they ask you those questions, great. If mm-hmm. they don't, then great. You kind of mm-hmm. know yourself a little bit better, right? Yeah. So um, it's a win-win. So then the next one I want to move on to is your weaknesses. So we talked about your strengths mm-hmm. and how you should really just understand your strengths, right? And how it yeah. applies to different things. So your weaknesses work in the same way, but a lot of interviewers will, will want you to give an example with your weakness or give an example with your strength. So I'm hard worker because I work nine to five or nine to nine every day, something like that. <clears throat> with your weakness, it has to be a teachable example. So I said this to you earlier, and I don't know why baking is in my head today. Maybe I'm just hungry. It's Christmas time. Yeah, baking it's, cookies. <laughs> yeah. But if you say, you know, at work, sometimes when it gets, I get overloaded, I, my organization kind of falls a little bit or I'm not, my organization skills uh, aren't up to par. And I know that because when I bake, I'm extremely organized and I, you know, it, it flows really well. So I know I can be better. But I think that's one of my weaknesses is my organization. Oh, so it shows them that, you know, with the proper maybe guidance or push that your weakness is teachable to turn around, not necessarily into a strength, but not it will no longer be a weakness. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I will mention I've used a weakness uh, and I should never have done this, but it worked. As a therapist, I went into an internship and I said, my weakness is assessments and assessments, your bread and butter where like <laughs> you figure out the problem right mm-hmm. and so they both were shocked by that and i'd pre-come i'd come with that in my head i was like i'm gonna do this because i can't lie to them and i told them straight up they're like how come and i'm like i can't sit in front of you guys today with more than 50 years experience and say that my strength is an assessment skill and yours isn't like i'm better than you i can't say that so my weakness is assessments but that's why i'm in school that's why i'm learning and that's why i'm here to learn from you guys so I, I turn that weakness into more of a strength on them, right? I said, your mm. strength is assessments, and that's why I'm here to learn from you, right? I'm going to, my strength will become assessments, right? Um, and they, they love that, actually. They were like, that was, personally, they said, that was a ballsy move, and I've never heard that before in, a, in an interview, but I'm like, I, I can't do anything else other than that. Like, I tell the truth for sure. It was crazy. I think, Michael, you're just so calm confident and comfortable with yourself it sounds just like when you go in interviews they either like you or they don't and you're fine no matter what happens yeah yeah i i've had some pretty tough interviews and they definitely molded me in the types of questions that i've gotten and how i respond to them 
even to the point where I paused for like a minute to go through like an anatomy question and figure out like the statistics around an issue or like the um, healing process of a tissue. Like I sat there and was like, can I have a minute? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, I'm just going to talk through this one. And I talked through the entire, I knew at that point, I'm like, probably don't have the job if I'm doing that, but I'm going to learn everything I can from this interview because I'm, I'm here. I'm not going to sweat. I'm not going to be nervous or cry. Like you guys are giving me a hard interview and I'm lucky enough to get that. So let me try to learn from this. So I've had those experiences where, you know, you're not so confident, but you kind of have to fake it till you make it. So just a review, turn your weakness into a strength or at least into a teachable, um, a teachable weakness. So right. something that you can show them that you've actually do this in another part of your life. This, make, this is making a lot of sense. And I mean, again, just to recap, we're going through how to ace a job interview, right? And with Michael, this is a guy that's gone through several interviews and now he's, he coaches people on how to take interviews and he does lots of, he is an interviewer. Yes. So I've, I interview, uh, students each year mm-hmm. on how to get into well to get into the program mm-hmm. but also yeah do a lot of that chit-chatting with them as well the athletic therapy program yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so very cool stuff here how many more we got left there mike three okay three more secrets or tips yeah maybe tips not secrets tips. well maybe they're secrets i don't know you never know mike this one um i found really someone else told me this i don't know if if it was someone else that told me this or I listened to it or I read it or something. Probably me. But yeah, probably <laughs> you. They said, never be like 30 minutes early to your interview. So being 30 minutes early to your interview makes the person inter- like interviewing you, because you're probably going to be at the front desk and they're going to be like, oh, Michael's here for his interview. I'm half an hour early. They're going to be like, oh my God, I'm not even close to ready. I haven't even printed off his resume. I've done that before where I'm like, I haven't printed off this person's resume. So they're already stressed, right? And Mm -hmm. they're now going to interview you being like, oh my God, they're a little bit anxious. The fact that you're so early, now they're trying to push things to to go faster, right? So they know that you're on time. Great. But you could also just be on time. Right, be five minutes early. Walk, say, "Hey, I have an interview. Interview in five minutes." That way, you're not sitting in the chair for half an hour, <clears throat> and your interviewer isn't stressed out. So, I didn't know that before. I learned that in one of my interviews. So, that same interview where I was very ballsy, I also showed up like an hour early. Wow! Yeah, an hour early. Yep. And I ran into the person by accident that was interviewing me at Tim Hortons. Didn't know. And then uh, we walked back together. It was a funny. <laughs> That's story. funny. At least you guys were in the washroom together. Then you left without washing your hands. Oh uh, God! <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> um. So actually, we have less than three because the other one was tied in with knowing a conflict. So when we talk about those scenarios, actually have one of those scenarios be designated as a conflict because that's always going to come up, uh, and it's. Yeah, it just always comes up because that's what, that's what happens in the workplace. So you should already have something uh, prepped. And if you don't, try not to lie. Like, do not lie because you can definitely tell when someone's making shit up. Um, tell them a personal story, right? Like, everyone's got something like yeah, in their yeah. personal life, right? So just say, you know, I've never encountered this in the one job that I previously had. Maybe that was, you know, never talk bad about your employer either. So... You can just say, personally, I've dealt with the conflict in this way, right? So you can use personal examples, but only at, you know, 
the last resort, essentially, for those scenario questions. The last one I wanted to go over was bringing, what, what, do, what do you bring to an interview other than yourself, right? Obviously, dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. That should be, um, you know, you should know that. If you're listening to this, you should know, you know, a couple of basic things. But dress appropriately. But do you bring, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you bring a notebook to an interview? Do I bring a notebook yeah. to an interview? Yes. Do you write in that notebook in the interview while it's going on? Uh, I write when I leave. Okay. So that's actually the perfect answer. And I did not, this was, this is live. I didn't actually prep them on this one. <laughs> so when you bring your notebook, never write in the notebook while you're doing your interview, unless it is a conversation that's being had. So like, um, you ask the person how many weeks of vacation, they say two weeks of vacation. And you're like, can I just write that down? So I don't forget. Something like that. Um, oh, way to kill a vibe. What do you mean? Like doing that in an interview? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Perfect yeah. way to kill a vibe. And you know, like when you talk to someone too, right? And you see them writing down, you talk slower, yeah. right? Because they're like, dick, they're, you know, they're writing down what you're saying, right? So you have to, you know, yeah, watch, talk louder yeah, yeah. or talk slower, right? It's just, oh. So, yeah, unless you, you preface the fact that you're about to write something down, mm-hmm. and it only can be like a little note. It's not mm-hmm. like word for word what they're saying. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and that normally happens at the end of the interview, but on your notebook or in your, your sheets of paper should be questions already pre-done mm-hmm. yep. that you want to ask them. The way I like to, uh, an interviewer actually wants to hear these questions. I, as much as they're like trying to push you out the door, if you ask an intelligent question, they'll love the fact that you did that. But if you're asking, what's the salary or um, what's your position? or you know like something along those lines Mm -hmm. like something very generic it's not worth their time you know what i mean like i know it's worth their time but it's not really but if you said something like your um i saw that your position is you know senior of hr and uh you were at this business for nine years how do you how have you found working at abc technologies for the last nine years and how did you get to your position Right. So I'm asking you, you personally, some questions, but I'm asking you about the job as well. Is there opportunity to grow? If you're like, yeah, I actually came in as a senior. And I'm like, oh, you've been here for nine years and you didn't move on mm-hmm. or you didn't go up. That's a problem. But if you're like, oh, I started in the mailroom and now I'm here. then I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of room to grow. I got a lot of information from that. The other questions that I would ask are the, usually a little bit more ethical questions on like how would they um, deal with an employee so you get a sense of what the morality is or the structure of the businesses. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't dive into those right away. I kind of structure it as kind of like a sandwich, right? Like something easy, actually not like a sandwich. It just goes something easy, middle or medium and hard. So I could ask that first question I asked you, you know, how long have you been here? How'd you get here? Do you like it here? Then the next question would be like, have you ever walked, uh, walked in on an employee or saw an employee assaulting someone or um, harming the business in any ways? Something like that, where you're getting a little bit more personal. And then you could say something like, I don't even know, there's a ton. Maybe like, 
how is your um what's your position with like maybe your competitor and how are you um looking at getting new talent something like that where you're asking a little bit more of the business and how it's being run so the idea of these questions is to gain a deeper insight like that dating online mm-hmm. or sorry um blind dating that i'm asking or we were we were referring to before so you're getting a little bit deeper more than just an yeah. interview it, it sounds like what you did is you started with like a softball question yeah and you got a little bit deeper and then you you got pretty deep there right so it doesn't just you know if you just let off with you know uh who's your biggest competitor and what are you doing to try to like match them it's like i get my guard up why are you asking me that question yeah. right what the hell where is this coming from yeah right and then so yeah you kind of like smoothed into it and you could do questions that implement you into the system already you'd be like you know i'm i have no idea i'm making up these positions right now so it's coming to me slowly but if you said i'm a junior executive once i'm in a junior executive here what are your expectations of me um on the weekends or what are your expectations of me leading a group right away or something like that so it might be a softball question but you're adding you in there right so it kind of paints that picture into their head more often so the more often you do that the more often they see you in that position because businesses when they're doing an interview i will say it's like 60 percent fit 40% 40% skill, because I can always teach you and you always do get taught how to do the skill, right? You always have an orientation week mm-hmm. or day or three days, but it's the fit that matters. <clears throat> There's been times where you interview someone and they you don't even talk about any. I've had an interview where you never even reach one of these questions because the person sees the fit right away and then it's just banter back and forth. And those are the most fun. Or you actually interview the interviewer. That's, the, that's probably the most fun I've ever had where I'm interviewing them and they're not actually interviewing me. So I always turn a question around onto them, which is, um, which is fun. So like, if you were to say my strength and I'm like, oh, my strength is detail-oriented. And I'd be like, what do you think the strength of this uh, business is? And do you, how do you think that fits with uh, our, your your group strengths and my strengths as well, right? And if they're like, oh yeah, we're really, like our strength is that we are very detailed with our customers. And I'm like, okay, I just made my strength your strength or like we're copying each other. You're painting that picture of me in there already. I'm forming that fit for you, right? So as much as, much as you're getting interviewed, you're actually interviewing the company because mm-hmm. if, you're not a, if you don't feel the fit, then it's not worth your time. Right. As much as they're like, oh, you know, does this person fit in here? Should I give them this job? You could honestly sit inside of an interview and be like, my God, everything they said was great, but I cannot see myself working with these people. Right. They are just too hardcore, not hardcore enough, whatever the case may be. But you might decline that job because you're just like, it's not a good fit. It doesn't fit my my lifestyle. Yeah. Any questions, comments, wow. concerns, no. confessions? I thought you, <laughs> you spoke so well, Michael, during this podcast. I liked all of your, your suggestions, your, your advice. I just think it, all that was gold. It was free. Perfect. Right? Yeah. You could have wrote a book on that. So how is your first interview? How many interviews have you ever done? Like, or sorry, um, sat in on? Oh, God. Either sat in on and did the interview or mm-hmm. actually were the interviewee. So if you're answering them. 
If I'm answering them? How oh, many God. have you done? Dozen. So you sat in a dozen interviews? Yeah. And how did those go? What was the worst experience you've had? Let everyone know your worst experience. Don't, t- don't say the job. Don't say anything like that. Just your worst experience. Worst experience in an interview. Um, well, I guess um, being like caught off guard, mm. right? So, you know, thinking, you know, you go in an interview and it's all words and then maybe, you know. All you words. Know, yeah, just like all verbal. Oh, and then maybe, okay. you know, it's just, you know, next time we'll kind of get a sense of like how you, how you work or like your performance, right? Mm, Again, yeah. we're therapists, right? Yeah. So I just remember being in an interview and um, <laughs> immediately out of nowhere, just like, hey, uh, feel my neck. Really? And I, I don't know. I was just like, what? Like I, I got a suit on. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared to like, do any type yeah. of work that day. And I was like, okay. And then I was just really nervous. Like yeah. my hands were really sweaty. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had to like do uh, work yeah. on them then and there. And I just wow. remember like we just like in the future talking about it again, just always remembering it. And that's yeah. insane. That's probably, I don't know if it's like a terrible or like a worse moment, but yeah. I just remember it was a very like high stress, unexpected. Uh, but I mean, like, that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. Expect the unexpected in these interviews. So that was a really good point. We have a different skill. We have a hand skill. Manual? Manual skill. <laughs> Apparently, I, I work in this field. Um, <laughs> no, we have a manual skill, right? So yeah. as much as the fit is a part of it, it's actually the skill that we have, mm-hmm. right? So um, that is a part of some of the job interviews. Like mm-hmm. some uh, coding jobs will actually get you to do code for them, right? Yeah. So you have to pre- be prepared that if your job actually requires a skill for you to do, that that'll come up. Mm-hmm. And to your point, I've had three interviews that have all made me do something like that. Mm-hmm. And all three, I, I, I pretty much shit my pants. Like mm-hmm. they were pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. And that same interview that I was ballsy at, mm-hmm. Again, this was the fun, the best interview I've had and the worst. They said, what is the, your, your bread and butter tape job? So when you go to tape an athlete, what's your best one? And I said, an ankle. They're like, great. What's your worst one? And I was like, probably a shoulder, like a, a rotational problem. And they're like, okay, let's go into the, the common room or like the treatment room. You're going to tape me for that shoulder injury. And I was like, I put my hands on my head. <laughs> And I was like, you're going to give me that regardless of whatever I said. And yeah. they both laughed and they're like, yep. And I was like, okay, someone's got to take off their shirt. And then, yeah. so they, because we're doing the shoulder, we can't do it over the, the t-shirt. So one of them did. And he's like, actually, you know what? I didn't know if you're going to, you're going to quit on us, but you're, yeah. you're doing the whole thing. I don't want my hair to be pulled out. You can just tape my ankle. Yeah. He was going to make me do it otherwise. Wow. Like, if I wasn't going to. Good thing you had a hairy interviewer. Yeah, seriously. Right. So. It's honestly, you got to remember that if you have that skill, it could yeah. be called upon just like you did and just like I did. So what's your best interview then? Um, my best interview. Hmm. Well, I just, the best interview experience, I just remember leaving, leaving the interview and, um, okay. So I remember going to my interview and I wore a suit. And when it was all over and done with, no one else was dressed up nice mm. like that at all. I was just really relaxed. So when I was leaving, one of the owners made a comment about me wearing a suit. And they joked, like, you know, you can wear that suit, you know, next time you come. Yeah. Right. Like laughing, laughing it off. I was like, oh, OK. I didn't really know. I didn't really know how to feel after that. 
but then like leaving like almost immediately like i got a message about like uh getting the job so a key part there is you looked professional Mm -hmm. right so i've sat and watched some interviews people just showed up in like yoga pants and whatever shirt right Mm -hmm. you have to look professional although maybe our jobs are very physical or some other jobs Mm -hmm. are very physical it doesn't mean that you can dress up like dress up that way when you're at work and you feel comfortable this isn't that you're not Mm -hmm. right you should be dressing up for the yeah absolutely the, the actual interview so um so your best interview i think my best interview i walked in got the job it was when i was 16 at a grocery store it was it wasn't even an interview it's like just go sign the papers downstairs please you start tomorrow (laughs) that was the easiest one but yeah we all have those stories So, so let us know you know maybe i missed a bunch of tips tricks here and there and maybe we'll maybe this is part one we'll go over part two later on but leave us a comment on you know what was your favorite and what were your best and your worst interviews i'd love to hear that for commenting please go over to our instagram page two men one pineapple and the two and the one they're the numbers they're not the the words so two men one pineapple please follow us and uh, comment we love getting comments we love responding to everybody out there thanks and uh, enjoy the rest of your guys day